Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. She's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows. Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down. We're gonna give it a try. Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's watch TV. I hope you don't pick anything weird. Mom, just roll with it. Hello, Let's Watch TV listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Let's, Let's Watch, Watch TV. TV. First of all, apologies. We just needed to make it a little bit easier. So there will be no video episode this week. If you watch on YouTube, there's that. And also, well, maybe they'll put, maybe they'll do something where the audio is on YouTube. So if you're a YouTube listener, you don't miss the episode completely. I don't know, but we're not recording video this week. Just we're doing this full blown in our pajamas and we look like hell and you don't need to see that. <laughs> and you're home in mom and dad's basement. It's just that easier, like baby. It's just easier for me to see her on a microphone and booty. Okay. Plus, we just got home from a wonderful vacation up in Caseville with the Dombrowski Buntings. And Why uh, do you give our families full... Everybody knows them. All 500,000 whatever people who listen to this are... Is knows. that all we have? I don't know. I just... You identify people they in our lie. lives anyway, too much. Anyway, we it's just scary. got back from vacation yesterday and... These people... I, someone's going to come to my house and skin me and it's going to be because you were like, well, Joe, remember when we were at your house at 447 Lake Pleasant Road? Come on. That's not my address, by the way, everybody. Yeah. So what? I'm still going to do it. And <laughs> anyway, so we're a little bit fatigued from a wonderful vacation. So we're in our pajamas in my basement doing this podcast. This episode, we have this show where the episode today is about love after lockup. It and, is love after lockup. And we had this show on the list for a really long time and we yeah. put it off for a really long time because we weren't really sure what it, we did actually didn't even, we just kind of judged it off of the name. Yeah. And didn't really give it a, an opportunity. So we finally watched Love After Lockup. <laughs> we'll give you our two cents in a minute. But this episode is dedicated to Patreon Sherry Man, Patreon member Sherry Man, and Patreon member Tanera Rust, who's a new Patreon member, oh, actually. welcome. And thank you both. Thank you both. Again, you guys can join Patreon and tell us what shows to watch. That's how we do this. Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. And that's how we keep the podcast going. So if you love Let's Watch TV, you love listening to it, you are part of our Let's Watch TV community, we'd love to have you over there at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. So, Joe, anything new? What's up before we get started? Well, again, before we get started, I am on tour and I want to see you guys. My fall winter tour here in the cities, Miami, Salt Lake City, Boise, Vegas, Rhode Island, Milwaukee, Chicago, Rochester, Atlanta, New Orleans, Portland, Oregon, not Maine. Sorry, Maine. I know you're pissed. Charlotte, Appleton, Wisconsin, Fort Wayne, Louisville, Want to see you guys on the road? Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. I love when Let's Watch TV listeners and social studies listeners come to the shows. We'll see you there. Boom. Thank you. So this is Love After Lapa, Lock Up. Lop Up. Lop Up. Lock Up. And it's love on After Lop So Hop And we watch season four, episode. We're only going to watch episode one. It's Dad watched it with us. We watched episode one, little two. He went to two. bed and then we we're like, want to watch episode two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, he sat there and went, that kind of crazy shit is this? That's nuts. And we were saying the same thing. That's nuts. But it is crazy town. Let's 
find the most degenerated people on the face of this earth and make a show out of it. <laughs> well, she's not holding back, everybody. Let's oh just my God. say it like it is. Mama Fran's not holding back. So the show premise, you want that? Sure. The show premise is the phrase ball and chain takes on a whole new meaning. Couples meet their potential future spouses for the first time. Once the bars are removed from their relationship, they have freedom after a long time and they jump right into a dating relationship. To put, to sum it up even more, love after lockup, exactly what it sounds like. People have relationships with one person's in prison, the other person's not, and then they... By the sec, like the, the first episode, they'll show you kind of like what their relationship was like working it out with the person in prison. And then, then the person gets out and it's kind of like their life after they're out of prison. Right. And this is both women who are the prisoners and men who are the prisoners. So yeah. they have a little mix of now, both. Let me ask you, what did you think this show was going to be before we watched it? Exactly that. You did? Yeah. I had a little bit of a misconception. I thought it was going to be... You were in a relationship and your significant other went to prison. Oh. Now, I am glad that that wasn't it. This is the person was in prison and this person on the outside world, they all met each other in different ways, but this person on the outside world finds them somehow, whether they have a personal connection or something, and then they start dating this person in prison that they've never met right and and i i'm so sorry i can't sympathize with that like you're setting yourself up i'm I'm, i mean okay here's the thing here's the thing i'm not judging people in prison or jail i'm not but i am gonna say this Fresh out of jail is probably not what you should be going for they need time to adjust Time to prove themselves, time to get their life back on track. And I don't think that's a person that you need to seek out to be like, you know what? Let's do marriage. It's just this, I can't get my head around well, it. Well, for, for the Patreon, I've done some homework about why do women seek prisoners and how it all happens. So that's all on the Patreon. So I'll be covering that a little bit. The, the, the different scenarios were a woman actually divorced her husband to have a relationship with this prisoner. Yep. Right? Which is Batsu. That is that is absolutely off your rocker. And the the other thing that blew my mind with these couples is they all have a significant age gap. Not all of them. Some of them were three years apart. Who was three years apart? Remember there was a 32-year-old and a 36-year-old. Who was that? I don't know their friggin' names. What did they I, look I didn't like? want to get in Which a relationship with them. I forgot. 32 and 36? There was one. And that, yeah, there was one. And there, but most oh, of them oh, were yep. big gaps. You're right. The 32 and 36 year old was the guy. He was the guy who he's a little bit of a player. And he's got all these yeah. ex-girlfriends who are yeah. still obsessed with him, which I don't see why. He said, I have 32 female cousins and I talked to all no, of them and that, said, okay, I'm a dumbass. That was a different one. That was a different uh, one. Okay. That, okay, so the, let's talk about that. That woman was my favorite. What was her that, name? that couple was my favorite. And when I say favorite, you guys, it's, it's not that they're my favorite because I like them. It's my favorite because it's my favorite version of brain rotting television. This girl, don't know her name, somehow meets this guy who's been in prison for seven years. They talk, they connect, 
and everything like that. She lives with her sister, who is her voice of reason. And her sister's also been to jail before. Okay. So her, and mind the way, this girl is like kind of a good girl. Her sister tells her, are you sure? I know what it's like to get out. I was talking to people when I was in jail. And then you get out and you see them and you're like, eh, never mind. She just don't set yourself up for disaster. Her sister's really trying to help her. And now this guy that she's dating, he's not even out of jail yet. And he's saying, make your sister move out. I'm moving in. Get your sister out of the picture so we can start her life. Oh, that's when he's 42 and she's 26 or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Chance. Chance. Honestly, I do not like this chance. I do not trust this chance. Obviously. Was there not to trust? Well, first of all, whenever <laughs> on their phone, whenever they're on the phone, he is so manipulative. She'll say hello. And the first thing he'll say is, I called you 10 times. We're okay, Chancy Wancy. Let's pump the brakes. Well, this was the same girl who her first, she had two children by her first husband who died. He was died in a car crash or something. Mm -hmm. Then she had a second baby by another man, right? <laughs> we started to feel a little sorry for her, but the sad part about it is most of these relationships had children with the involved children little by these cute. women. I mean, little three, four, five-year-old bringing these prisoners into their homes. She was driving with these kids oh and the my little God. girl was like, I want to go to prison just like Chance. <laughs> Yeah. Oh you know what God. the mom's answer was? What? Well, you're too young, you're to, too go, young to go to, go to, to prison. prison. I'm like, thinking that's the answer you're giving your kid? Mom, you're too friggin' young to go to prison? When she said that. Oh, my God. When she said that, I was like, you're giving this girl a glimmer of hope like prison. Oh, when you're older, you can go to prison. That's right. Don't go to college. Go straight to prison. Go straight to prison. <laughs> that's a good idea. Oh, my God. Let's do that. Now, okay. Now, here's the thing. And I just want everyone to be very clear on this, okay? I'm not knocking people in prison, but I'm also not being naive. Yes, there is a percentage of people in prison who make the connection and get out and turn their life around, right? There's a percentage of people mm -hmm. who have the different programs that they have to help people in prison to change their life around so when they get out, they don't come back, there right? There is a low there percentage of people who go to prison and it wasn't their fault. Exactly. This is a low percentage. And there's a, there's a percentage of people who are in prison and will just remain there, right? That's right. This show found the loopiest batshit prisoners and their connection to the outside world they sought out the ones so we're not we're not passing just judgment as a whole we're passing judgment on these batsus on the show oh for sure I oh, can't. it's not the other thing about chance too is he even was manipulating she was decorating that she's very sweet and she wanted to have the house all decorated for christmas when he got out he goes, well, don't put up the tree. I want to I put up the tree. It's okay, bud. Why don't you pump the brakes, okay? Yeah, if, and in the car, if you don't give me tongue, I'm going to get out of the car. That was wild. I'm going, it's, you Also, the show is like a, I mean, I get it, but it's like oh a little, God. it's a little a lot on the sexual. Well, of course, that's what they're going to draw. The Some of the things that these, first, let me say this. Say that, it, Brian. Dad and I say, were having. I don't want to talk about that. 
dad and I. What a segue. Dad and I were having a drink at one of our favorite bars, right? And With there was this, prisoner. these two young <laughs> bartenders and one of them, there's this young college student who was going to get her master's and she's a social worker and her, her major was criminal justice. And what she said, and I quote, mom and dad were eating and we looked at her. And she said, you know, there needs to be some change in the, the prison system because do you know that they treat these people like criminals? <laughs> Dad and mom almost spit out our drink. <laughs> and we looked at her and go, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Because <laughs> they are. They are. They criminals. have so, broken the law. Segwaying into that was I. some of these people, this was some of their convictions, right? It was robbing banks, grand theft larceny, kidnapping, and sex theft is what it said. No, it didn't say sex. It said sex. sex theft. And I thought, what the Who hell is that? It? I don't know which one it was. I didn't care to get to know No, these no, people. no. Okay, go back and read it. You I never w- believe a damn thing I say. Well, I'm. you know what? I'm pretty damn sure it didn't say sex theft because I don't think sex theft is a phrase of, for a crime. Human trafficking, maybe sex it theft. Sex yeah, theft. It would have said, said rape. It, it, it wouldn't have go, said it did, sex theft. It, no one's calling it sex theft. For TV could have been, it said that. Mom, it didn't say sex theft. Okay. What, what people, is, people believe me, I know what I read. Have, just hold on. In your 60 years on this planet, did you ever once hear in the world, oh, they're going to prison for sex theft? Well, that's what threw me when I read it on the TV. So doesn't something in your head go off like, mm, that's not right. Maybe I should read that again. I did three times. <laughs> you, did, you didn't. You didn't. Yes, I did. You stole sex some theft. sex theft is when you steal somebody's sex. They're about to have sex, exactly. but you jump in instead. That's that's sex. your version. That's, sex that's your version. Anyway. And, then, and then the person's, hey, I was going to have sex and he stole it. Like, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm pretty and sure this is the last episode that we've ever had. Also, there was meth and major drug possession. Who is that? The addicts. It was the girl who was behind bars and the man motorcycle rider who was going to, going to, can't wait till she gets out because he's getting her. He's a motorcyclist and he goes, I can't wait to get your titties on my back. I was like, you're getting out of prison and you want her titties on your back. (laughs) Uh, to each their own, bud. It's <laughs> got a real sensitive back. Uh, here, okay. He blew me for a loop, too. He's like in his 50s, and she's like maybe 30. Did you write the ages down? She was, yeah, 28. Yeah. So anyway, so they're doing that, and he- What, am I your secretary? Keeps, Did you write the ages down? <laughs> not, what, you say, don't look at your notes. No. You're looking at your notes too much. And then, this is, oh, what did they say? Do you, did you write down what they said? This is Make why the mind, podcast works. We have one person who watches and is engaged, and another person who watches and acts like she's a- transcriber in the courthouse because someone's going to prison for sex theft. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if, I, if it wasn't for me, you and your ADD, you're watching the show, you're on your phone, you're petting the dog, you're doing all this other shit. You miss half the shit. Oh, but I show. Get, you, you know what? Because here's on. what TV is. You got to sift through the 
you got to sift through the bullshit okay. to get to the good shit. And that's what I do. You have seven <laughs> no, pages of literature. <laughs> you can publish a book on this one episode. It's psychotic. Fran. You're psychotic because if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't even be telling you know, really I am what was psychotic because I'm a direct descendant of. Yeah. Let's just call it like it is. Anyway, <laughs> what's his nice. name? You must have written it down. <laughs> See what I mean? I didn't write down names because I didn't give you a shit. You didn't even shit. write down name. All right. So this is an old man Chase winter. Chase is the only one I know. <laughs> I know. Chase is the only one I know. We got old man winter and Tabitha. I don't know. And he is, <laughs> listen, he's like an old biker and she's like a young drug addict. She's so a drug yeah, method. I, he's probably, we're going to say he's probably got a good heart. The Lord blessed him with a, with a kind soul. Yes. Right? Yes. Which is great. But he's been in prison too himself. He has? And he was, oh, we don't watch the full show. We're, uh, we're laying on the couch texting. <laughs> we don't, we're doing all kind of petting the dog, Wait, getting up, walking what around he, while his mom is taking notes. What, oh. what did he go to prison for? Drugs. He's, he did he's too? an addict. Oh, yeah. He is an ex. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he said that his friends are his safety net. Which there he has. They great, are. He has great friends. They are. Mm-hmm. All these biker dudes are sitting around the bar and they're worried about it. Yeah, they are. Which I love. Because she's going to take advantage of it. I do have to say will. this. Yeah. Every single one of these people on this show who is the not prisoner have a very strong safety net of people who are genuinely invested in their best interest. Yes. Every single one of these people. Yes. And that made me really happy because I was like... I feel like if they, every person deserves at least one other person who, who is, cares about your, your best interest, Correct. right? Yes. And all these people have it. The common thread is the person doesn't give a shit and isn't going to listen. Right. Anyway, he, let me get back to him. He is like, Who's I'm going to make her. The motorcycle boy. Rick. Rick. That's know. it. That is, is it? his name. Shut up. It's not Honest Rick. Honest to God. Look at your notes. <laughs> Rick. Just read them. So anyway, I think it might be. I don't know. Rick is, I'm gonna, you know, himself. I'm not a wealthy man and I'm blah, blah, blah. Then he tells us while she's been in prison, he has spent over $10,000 on her. Yes. And then she tells him. When I get out of prison, I need this and I need this and I need this. So he's at this panty store buying her new underwear, new clothes, like all this stuff. And I'm like, Rick, baby, you got to think about this, man. Well, he did when they went to the register. It was 700 something dollars and he had to buy her. Okay. Apparently a lot of these people too go to a halfway house after they get out of prison for, I don't know how long until they go back into the world. Right. I think three months, something like that. Three or six months. Apparently when you're in the halfway house, you can only have five outfits. Okay. And you have to keep rotating them or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's buying her these five outfits, five outfits. And the total came out to 700 something dollars. I'm like, get your ass to Old Navy or Goodwill. It, she's in a halfway house. It's not like she's taking pictures for Instagram and, exactly. you know, the Christmas photo for the family. Exactly. I don't know. I just I felt bad that he was being swindled. Yeah. You know, and that's what his friends were telling him. He, she sounds like she's manipulating you. I, sounds like. He go, they go, dude, we are happy for you if you're happy. But all the families were like that. And let me tell you this. With their loved ones. He is a good man, too, because he turned to his friends 
and he said, I want her to have the support system that I have, which is all of you. Exactly. And they were like, thank you. That means a lot. You're fucking crazy. But, uh. but I mean, that just goes to show how sweet he is. So, I mean, sometimes these dense people <laughs> are just so kind. Yeah. I have, I have a couple dense ones in my life and they're, <laughs> they're just so kind. Talking it's like, about I feel anybody bad. in particular. I am talking about a couple people in particular, but unlike you, I'm not going to name them on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not trying to I end relationships. That. I wouldn't do that either. But when they went to, he went to her father's house father and mother's house and the father was a former addict too with one leg yeah but that doesn't matter because it doesn't matter but i'm just we're trying to paint the picture so they know what they're looking at okay one leg what do you want me to say yeah mom yeah one leg i'm not sitting here saying like he had one leg and he's an asshole because of that he had one leg he did but it, it wasn't important did i tell you about the woman who had one leg at my show she yeah. had one leg and she was starting a fight in my merch line. And she told the woman <laughs> that she was going to pop her leg out and beat her over the head with her <laughs> prosthetic leg. I was like, I've seen a lot of shit at these shows. <laughs> I ain't never seen someone get beat over the head with a leg. <laughs> what, the, what the other woman said, I, what would I have said? You pop Honestly, that leg. These... You go ahead and pop that leg and you're going to see what's coming at you. Let me tell you what. What? Cleveland rocks and by that they mean Cleveland will throw rocks because <laughs> those bitches didn't give a fuck they they were ready to fight and that other woman would look at her she says I don't give a fuck how many legs you have or don't have I'll grab that leg and beat you over the head that's right isn't that something that's right Gasper well, was over here so there was almost a fight <laughs> <laughs> but it's just what was it somebody was in line Oh, I was being told a story about, I don't know who told me the story. I told you the story. I told you that I was first. Dementia. <laughs> Come on. I had a long vacation. I was in line recently to get a rental car. Oh, yeah. And I was, it was, there was a very long line and I was the last one in line. Okay. There's nobody, you guys, there's nobody behind me this at is like all. Midnight. Right. In Detroit Metro airport. And there had been this woman who was never in line to my knowledge, who was kind of lingering around going inside, going outside, minutes, going to the bathroom, going to the vending machine, just like always moving. If she stopped, her blood pressure was going to skyrocket. I don't know nobody's in the place for 15 minutes. This man walks in, he gets in line. About five minutes later, this woman comes back in from outside and she said, excuse me, I was in line. And he looks around <laughs> and he's what line? <laughs> now I do have to tell you, these two argued. It was the best argument. It was the most polite arguing, never raised their voice. It was all very stern, direct talking, mm -hmm. but never yelling. And he goes, let me ask you this. I come in here. There's nobody in line. I get in. What, what am I supposed to think about that line? And she goes, that someone could be in it before you. I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and he was standing there 20 minutes. He was standing and and she would not let up. And finally he goes, you know what? Just go in front of me. And she goes, well, you didn't have to do that, but thank <laughs> you very much. You didn't have to do that, but thank you. I'm like, oh, I'm not playing your games. Oh, that was 
It's power manipulative. The only thing I could think of her argument, the only thing I could think is if she came back and she was like, oh my God, hey, I'm like, I just went to the bathroom really quick. I was in this line. You probably didn't see me, but I'm in a little bit of a hurry. Would you mind? That's a different thing. But she's dilly-dallying around all the live long day trying to find Rumpelstiltskin in the back room. Like... (laughs) No, you're out of line, woman, and you're out of line. That's right. That's right. I forgot you told she me that She was story. a love after lockup woman. Like a person like that yeah. would go online to find a prisoner. <gasps> oh, my God. Mom. You guys, you can't, you have to picture this. I wish you could see it. He's with his microphone, and I'm sitting at a table, and he's walking around with his microphone like he's on stage, and he's talking <laughs> to me. I'm like getting a little comedy show, <laughs> a personal comedy show. He's walking all over the basement you talking to me. You've a personal comedy show for 32 years. <laughs> 33. Would you forget how old you are? 33. Oh, shit, I am. Okay, listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. The one that blew my mind the most is there is this one, there is one couple... <laughs> There's one couple. She's 30 something and he's 27. Now we're talking about the show. Now we're talking about the show. Okay, ADD. She's 30 something and he's 27. And she found him on TikTok. She found his TikTok videos. She's like, first of all, she said, I saw his TikTok videos and I was spiritually drawn to him. And she says that they're spiritually married. And she has, listen to this. I got to ask you about this. She says she's. She has true unconditional love for him, right? He's cheating on her in prison, getting naked on FaceTime with all these other people who didn't get cast on the show. Yes. And ground, I don't know if it's grounds for dismissal or not, but she just let it slide because she's saying, she's over here saying that she's like, I don't, he could do, she straight up said that she could do, he could do anything to her. And because she loves him unconditionally, she's going to be okay with it. I don't think that's how it works, mama. I don't think that's how it works. Right. It's funny that you. Do you see this, everyone? She's texting. That's why she's uninvested. She don't even know what I said. <laughs> Dan was calling and I was sending him a customized and message. You're an independent, grown ass independent woman and you don't need to get back to him well, right maybe away. maybe he was, you know, If he was in danger, Molly, he would get back to you in a He has a heart couple. attack. I didn't answer the phone because I was busy with a patient in the hospital. Again. And the man was having again, a heart attack. FERPA laws, OSHA violations, <laughs> all this HIPAA out the window. Now you all know my dad had a friggin' heart attack. <laughs> Walked himself down the street to the neighbor's house. No, she can't. Okay. And she was like, Ron, you're gray. I think we need to go. I think we need to go somewhere. And it's not my house. <laughs> Jesus Christ, anyway, Mom. What, are you, what else are you going to tell him? Anyway, Dad Dad watched this with us, and I think his comments were funnier than yours. <laughs> he goes, what, what the, the hell? hell? <laughs> These are the stupidest people I've ever I'm going to ask you something. Yeah. We're going to say on three. Are you going to watch it again? One, two, three. No. Yes. Oh, I was hoping you'd say yes. I want to watch another episode. Season four, we were supposed to watch episode one, and we all went all the way to three. We didn't watch three. Yeah, we did. No. Last night. Well, you were falling asleep on the couch. I did but... fall asleep towards the last one, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't entertaining. Okay? Yeah. It's not that it wasn't entertaining, friend. <laughs>
Anyway, thank you so much to our Patreon members who suggested this one, Sherry Mann and Tanera Rust. Thank you guys for being Patreon fans and for suggesting the shows. If you're a Patreon fan already, I want to let you know we love having you there, but you got to be active in the comments. Let us know what shows you want us to watch. We have a huge list going on that we're going to keep up. And we want to say hello to our newest Patreon members. Hello to Ben Emmer's dad. <laughs> That's the username, Aww. Ben Emmer's dad. I think we might know that one too. Hi, Ben Emmer's dad, Aaron Seitz. And Nutmegger. This person's name is Nutmegger. Hello, Nutmegger. You got to be careful with that Nutmegger. That one sounds like, you know, in a foreign country that could be a racial slur of some <laughs> sort. So thank you for the Nutmegger. Hope you make good Christmas cookies. Thank you, everyone, for becoming Patreon members. Again, that's how we keep the podcast going. We'd love for you to support the podcast. If you have it deep within your wee little heart, you can become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash Joe That's Patreon dot com slash Joe Dombrowski. Welcome new members. We love each and every one of you and we'll see you next time on Let's Watch TV. Goodbye everybody. Goodbye everybody.